we are live and we are back. Let's go. I'm Corey. I'm Jordan. And this is the Corden and Full Effect Podcast, and we are back. Like we never left. We are back like we never left. Episode 21. Episode 21, that means you can drink, and they change it to you can smoke cigarettes. Well, not now, because it was 18, but you know, they bumped it up. Yeah, man. You know, now you have to be 18 to drop out of uh, high school? I did not I don't know, know that. If it, I don't know if it's every state. That's wild, though. But yeah, it used to be 16, but they changed. They said 18. They said you can stop going to high school if you're 18 or already have a high school diploma. Hey, bro, if you're 18, you might as well graduate. Like, I mean. They said if you have a high school diploma, once you get a high school diploma, you don't go to high school anymore. Exactly. So, like, <laughs> they need to revisit that. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Remember, odd number episode, which means we have errors. We but do. before we get into our errors, you're watching this on YouTube right now. So, you need to like share subscribe subscribe and if you're listening to on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, on amazon audible now too hey. and anchor we got and spotify worms, yes right? we got all the stuff like rate review all that jazz and then also what do we do on this podcast Corey? what do we do we talk about finances and fitness or wealth and health or whatever you want to call it we're all trying right. to make sure you save more and say less and keep making better your best and keep making better your best now on to the air section let's get it so yeah, I wonder if people are wondering. All right, how much did Corey, <laughs> how much did Corey? What is he gonna say this time? Not, not I don't got much this time. So the first thing I, I do, I yeah, Jordan I do. does. Yeah, <laughs> I said um, usually I, I got an error. I can't type. I said usually <laughs> no, two three years out <laughs> that you'll need a new car note. Not in two or three. Oh, I said, I was talking about when you have a car. I said you'll know two or three years in. No, you'll know two or three years out. Like, you know, not in the first two or three years. Like, in the last two or three years when, you know, the maintenance starts picking up out of nowhere. That you'll need to get a new car. So, you'll be able to prepare two to three years ahead of time. So, two to three years out, not in. I literally just said one wrong word and they're complete opposites. Damn you, out and in. (laughs) Then um, rule of 72. Oh, yeah. Rule of 72. Remember, so rule of 72, you take uh, 72 and divide it by your um, rate of return. So you have 10% rate of return. Divide 72 by 10. That's 7.2 years. That money will double. So if you have a million dollars, let me do $10,000. So I don't sound like who has a million dollars. Anyway, you do seven, <laughs> you do 72 divided by 10. Your $10,000 will turn into $20,000 in 7.2 years. But that's just if you just let that money sit there. If you continue to invest, it's even shorter than that. Always remember that when you see the rule of 72. That's if if you just take a lump sum of money, whatever that sum is, and no longer continue to make contributions into that quote-unquote pot that it's going to take 72 divided by the um, rate of return. Mm -hmm. If you add more money, it's even lower than that. No, I don't know because it depends on how much money you add and what the rate of return is. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, just rule of 72 is like worst case scenario. If you just add no more money, and that's where you get into when you're real old and you might need to stop your retirement because in your late 40s, 50s, and you might have to have, you know, some medical procedures, something like that. Okay, what if we stop your retirement contributions? Mm-hmm. What can we get to, you know, we're looking like. But yeah, you add money even quicker. All right, boom. See, oh yeah, I'm done. Ha ha. <laughs> Jerks. Nope, yep. All right, that's it for my error. So, Jordan, can, okay. you, can you see it? Yeah, no, nah, I can't see it. At you all. can't see it. Okay. I know you got, the, we both got this, the uh, <laughs> privacy screen. Yeah, it's- we can't at our own screens. All we right. can't see, we can't spell, we can't speak. So yes, I actually have errors this week. Uh, a couple of them. So first thing, well, this one's not really an error. It's more just a confirmation. So I confirmed that the correct way, I think this, I don't know if this was episode 19 or 20, but the correct way to say the word is peristalsis. Okay. And that 
is the word that defines the muscle's ability to expand and contract. Shout out to my nurse friend, Roxanne, for that confirmation. I appreciate you, okay? Roxanne! Peristalsis. Roxanne! <laughs> Roxanne! Okay. Um, Anyways. Okay, moving on to the ne- <laughs> next era cleanup. Episode 20, I referenced uh, different yoga flows, okay? I think I said there was like two or three of them. I lied, okay? Completely lied. I'm not a yogi, all right? I'm a certified personal trainer. <laughs> that being the case, there are actually at least 11, a minimum of 11 known flows, um, th- these got some names. On I was gonna say real quick. Are you going to say these? I was going to try, bro. Should I not? You can because you can do whatever you want. Okay. However, I'm looking at these words these, like, bro, listen, bro. This ain't even English. Um, <laughs> the one that I was referring to was is Vinyasa Yoga, though. That's the one that it, I, I know you've. I don't know if you've seen Vinyasa flow. So all the let me let me go ahead. And let me. I don't know. Like, okay. What do you tell us to do? Is that so, that? Yeah. One? Okay. And, and finally, fit <laughs> when I said all the workouts is always a Vinyasa flow yoga. That's uh no. It's like power yoga. Uh, it's basically. Uh, so each flow has different movements associated with it. Vinyasa yoga is like power yoga. It's associated with your uh, taking a breath or inhaling and exhaling uh, with the flow of the movement, right? So that's what we we tend to do. Um, the other ten forms of yoga are Hatha yoga, Inyinger yoga, <laughs> Ku. What? Hold on, let me bring the phone closer because this is one of them. What is this? Kudalini yoga, Ashtanga yoga. Bikram yoga, yin yoga, I got that one right, restorative yoga, prenatal yoga, anusara yoga, and jiva mukti yoga, all right? If I butchered those names, I apologize, but those are at least the 11 flows that I identified. There may be more than that, but it's I know it's definitely not two to three, so that was my error. All right. all right if we can find a yoga connect we'll bring them on because there's put like this it's redundant for you to do an errors in the error section on your errors because you probably didn't say any of those right uh, <laughs> you know I mean? I, let's put it this way. i got a yoga connect you know so what I, say? I will definitely i'll ask and, her yeah they um, can we can do a yoga episode get some clarity they're like one of these guests coming on look man y'all not giving us no money so once we can find it they'd be on the damn show <laughs> Hey, and it's so not, the, not it's when we the can. Yeah, when we decide to put it in the budget. Let me be very clear. Look, <laughs> the bag is there. Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, no, no, okay. All right. So this last <laughs> error. All right. So let me address this to the best of my ability. So this one is in reference to sleep. So I've already said this before. I've already said this before. I've already said this before. For those of you who don't know, I didn't say that. That's a soundboard update. We finally got Corey on the soundboard. Yeah, we'll get we'll get the real the original one updated. But Jordan was like, I need it this episode, like like today. <laughs> I need it right now. Okay, so it's on there now. It's my money. Look. <laughs> okay, last hair. Um, okay, so sleep. Um, we have a lovely listener that basically recommended, um, or did some research outside of the podcast and came back and said that you need seven to nine hours of sleep and that there are additional psychological effects. Uh, to getting those seven, nine hours of sleep, um, and such as reducing heart attacks and reduction of risk, can- or I'm sorry, reduction of cancer and increased libido. That being said, those are great. I still stand by what I said with the six hours. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because six hours, I said the, the minimum amount of sleep you need to recover in a fitness cycle is six hours. Uh, that seven to nine, I mean, again, there are a lot of great effects associated with that. Um, this, this, the, these, this research, I think also came with another, um, that it was certified by some type of neurosurgeon. I, I'll be honest. I didn't listen to the recommended. On the Joe Rogan. I've seen that episode okay. on the Joe Rogan pod. Way bigger than us. We'll meet you one day though, Joe. One day. One day, Joe. <laughs> um, but I still stand by what I would have said with the six hours. I'll be honest with y'all. Most people don't get 
the six hours that I recommended. So the seven to nine is unrealistic. And right? those While, are six hours straight. Yes. Of consistent sleep. Right. So uninterrupted consistent sleep. Um, and I said that six hours because you need two hours to, uh, to re- every two hours, your body uh, repeats a cycle that produces proteins, which allows your body to recover. And you need that cycle to occur three times. So three times two is six. The minimum you need to recover um, is it, it after you know performing a, a fitness enhanced day is six hours. Right. So I stand by that seven to nine hours would be nice, but most people aren't even getting the six hours that I recommend. Um and this is, I mean, this is real rap. I have several clients that, you know, we, when we meet up, we talk about it and they, they can't get the six that I'm asking them to get. So seven to nine is unrealistic. I think for most people, to be honest with you, especially as you get older, you get more obligations. You start having kids, you got a family, you got a job, you got a side hustle and you got, you know, stuff that you just want to do in your free time. You go into the club, you hanging out at night. You are not getting seven to nine hours of sleep. Most people are not, but it's nice if you can. And I appreciate you doing the research, but I said what I said when I said it. All right. That's my last cleanup. No, that's right. I was gonna say, yeah, the math. You gonna run out of you gonna run out of number. Like the number's not five times. Then it'll be ten hours of sleep. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, last thing. Did you get any feedback? I didn't get any feedback, but did you get any feedback? I did get feedback. Okay. So you shout get? out to our lovely listeners and our lovely viewers. Um, they they gave us feedback. Their feedback in terms of our our YouTube. They said they they love seeing us. That we're doing awesome. They're doing great. However, they would like to see our faces on youtube there's a disconnect between the the audio and our lips since they can't see it exactly um we acknowledge that feedback we're going to do our best to try to fix that when we can however we cannot sacrifice the audio quality right now for the visual connect of you being able to see our lips because i have to be this close in order Corey tells me this all the time. I need to project more. I apologize. I just, I'm, you know, this is, this I'm is the my la- tone of voice. Hey, balance. I'm the, I'm the louder talker. <laughs> Everybody knows this. I'm all, I'm, I'm always the louder talker. Corey could back up probably like six inches and still be louder than me on the mic. I, I just don't. That's, that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's so, why I was weird. I was quiet on the first one. Cause I'm like, <laughs> quiet. Never. never. That's never been told to me. So that being said, we appreciate that feedback. We're going to do our best to try to correct it. Maybe I'll slide out from the mic, you know, sideways every now and then so you can see my lips, you know, when I'm talking about important stuff, you know, but yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> put it like this. We again, we're still recording on my iPhone 12. For those of you who do don't listen on YouTube and you don't care about the connection on Instagram, fast forward a minute. Anyway, so <laughs> cause you, this is unrelated to you. Right. But when you're watching the videos, I, we're recording on my iPhone and we just have obviously one camera angle. So it's fixed in the future. We will have more camera angles. But guess where we're in right now? The present. <laughs> so once we get there, we will let y'all know. But it's it's on our list to do, you know. But we we just we haven't gotten there yet. yet. Yeah. So so we're working on it. Yeah. But we appreciate it. We appreciate yeah. the feedback. Yeah. Keep running our numbers up on YouTube. Yeah. Right? I mean, it'll be fixed when the guests get here because we have to have it fixed then. Yeah. So that that will be the first episode is fixed. When yeah. are the guests coming? Let's put it this way: the cameras are at least in the budget. So we just got to yeah. we're, we're in the selection process for trying to find the right cameras. All right. right. That's actually okay. really hard to do. Okay. We All right. That's it. Yeah. Say we we didn't burn it up, but we had stuff to. Uh, Hey, man. On. We had to talk about it. it okay. okay. You good to go? Yes, sir. All right. First, wait, no, my bad. On to the fitness section. Y'all ready? Y'all ready for my music? Let's get it. <laughs> yeah, like they about to say. <laughs> <laughs> It gets me right every time. Man. All it's right, like we powered seconds. up. Okay, look at me doing my bad job. What a question is that? <laughs> there we go. There we I was go. I going to say first question. I had a question ready. So let me start. 
Cause I'm doing two things. Hey, I'm sitting man. here talking with you, and I'm <laughs> trying to move. All right, it's not even my phone either. So I'm only like, you know, I, like, I mean, find you, it. All right. Anyways, we do this every week for 20 weeks. For anyway, first fitness question. Let's go. Okay, this is a nutrition based question. I'm saying, let me let me stop reading with one eye. So people don't people don't think I'm illiterate. So, I give you the benefit of the doubt. I got a privacy screen. Okay, right. so yeah. my <laughs> oh my goodness, my Shakeology is 140 calories per serving. If I have three or four servings in one shake, am I getting three to four times as much nutrients, or am I wasting a lot of the nutrients because there are limits? There are limits to absorb. I guess how many calories you can absorb. Mm-hmm. Basically, is it better to have three to four shakes throughout the day or have several servings at once after I do some exercising? Thank you, listener, for your question. That's, that's first of all, it's a great question. All right. Because this made me really like lock in to, to figure this out. Right. Um, so I always start with the I've tried to restructure how I answer these questions. So I always start with my bottom line up front in case you don't want to listen to the explanation behind you should drink more shakes throughout the day. All right. That's the answer to the question. Okay. Now, why? All right. So my, my disclaimer, my official disclaimer, I am not, I am not, hold on. Let me press, let me press the button again. I've already said this before. I've already said this before. I've already said this before. I am not a certified nutritionist coach. Okay. I am a certified professional trainer. There is a difference. Okay. That being said, this could be completely wrong. I hope it's not. All right. I've done thorough research to try to get you the best answer possible. But let's get into it. All right. So that's my disclaimer. Over, also, too, overall disclaimer, entertainment purposes only. Yes. We forgot that. Okay, good. My bad. We're working on that, You're too. Good. Hopefully, we'll be ready for next episode. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay. So your body, your body's ability. So bioavailability, we're going to start there, right? You, you got to ask me. What? What's bioavailability? Oh no, I feel like this. I'm just, I'm just here to listen because I'm like, you know me. After the yoga stuff, I know nothing. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Cool. So bioavailability. That's a word. Yeah, that's the thing. Look at. (laughs) You know, I gotta always gotta throw my five dollar words, man. I, I pay for that certification. I do my best to throw in some, some stuff every time we have a podcast. All right. So bioavailability is your body's ability to i can't i'm not supposed to use the word inside of the definition anyways it's your body's ability to absorb nutrients once it's consumed something so whether that be food water it's it's how available or how how much of the nutrients your body actually processes and absorbs before excreting the rest okay so if something if a food is more bioavailable then that means that it's you can absorb your body can absorb more of the nutrients out of it okay. if it's less bioavailable that means you get less of the nutrients for it okay okay um and that's relevant to this question how okay so we get into um let's get into micronutrients and macronutrients all right so macronutrients so in the in the fitness world let me just go ahead and start there right so macro is referred is basically large right i mean and micro is is small i mean i don't think that's just a fitness word that's just in general the definition of macro and micro am i correct yeah i was gonna say some of you know about that micro stuff Hey, let's be clear. Hey. I've, said that. I've already said this before. I am hilarious on the spot. Look, big macro energy over here. Anyways, look at <laughs> Yeah, we go. You kicked off. I'm about to say, yo, oh, this is what we're talking about. All right, we're going to lock in. We're, we right. are. Look, y'all, it's the first NFL Sunday. Give it us is. a break. All right, we sacrificing our football games to be here with y'all. Right, okay? yeah, yeah. It's, it's 2 o'clock p.m. Look. <laughs> 
right. team playing right now. Anyways. Yeah, our teams are playing against each other. But yeah, yes, really okay, are. so you got macronutrients and micronutrients. Yes. So macronutrients are your basically your, your large nutrients or the nutrients that your body needs in large scale. That's why they're called macronutrients. Macronutrients consist of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, okay? So you need those macronutrients. Micronutrients are the opposite, right? Your body needs to be able to absorb these in a smaller amount. Micronutrients consist of vitamins, minerals, water, okay? So let's go over that one more time. Macro, carbs, proteins, fats. Micro, vitamins, minerals, water. Got it? Technically, there are two types of vitamins. So there's four micronutrients. I think it's fat-soluble vitamins. And then there's another one that I forget right now, but we just leave it at vitamins, minerals, and water. That's irrelevant for this conversation, okay? Got it? Cool. Okay. Going to the next point. Um, factors that determine absorption yes. speed. Yes. So factors that determine absorption speed. Because we're getting back to the question of should you have a higher caloric value shake, basically a higher um, a higher macro enforced shake, or should you have more shakes more frequently throughout the day? Right? That was the question. Um, and this is this th- the answer to that is affected by your body's ability to absorb um to absorb nutrients, the bioavailability of, of these shakes, right? Um, factors that affect bioavailability, uh, bi- factors that affect bioavailability include your diet and the structure of the food. Okay, so when a food is bio bioavailable, depending on uh, that 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 varies depending on how you eat it and what format you eat it in, uh, what you've had previously, you know, throughout the day prior to eating whatever it is you're eating now, and um what it is you're actually eating right so let's just start at the top so structure of food right um for meats meats are technically more bioavailable than plants right plants cellular if you get into the where bioavailability comes from cellular structure determines whether something can be broken down uh faster or not right plants have a more rigid we learned about this in biology plants have a more rigid cellular structure okay so because the cellular structure of a plant is more rigid anything that's green or you know basically that the plant like grown out of the ground has a um, it's less bioavailable in terms of absorbing the nutrients within those things than things like meat meat fish um or basically like like simple um what am i trying to say simple foods so an example of a simple food is like honey right honey is in a base form you can you your body can absorb that immediately because it's less to break down so structure of the food matters so if you want to eat something that's more bioavailable that's why protein is encouraged all the time because protein shake exactly yeah because li- liquid liquid is the fastest thing your body processes yeah and yeah. then and then on top of that protein is usually i mean it's it's not necessarily you're, you're not drinking a blended you know piece of meat but it's the same <laughs> it's the same macronutrients you would have got out gotten out of like a piece of chicken or a piece of fish right protein again you got to take you got to kind of separate what's in the food from the actual food itself right so we're not talking about chicken we're talking about protein protein is in chicken protein is in fish protein is in meat you see what i'm saying right so protein is also in protein shakes you know what i mean so they're literally just taking the actual macronutrient and putting it in a shake therefore a protein shake is more bioavailable um than you know than plants and things of that nature not saying that you don't need things that are less bioavailable because they have your micronutrients in it your vitamins your minerals and you know water because plant cells hold more water than you know beet cells do but are the nine plants let me not say meat cells the nine plant cells do <laughs> um but yeah saying so that's one of the factors that determine uh how fast your your uh the food is absorbed by your body second factor your life stage slash your age okay what does that mean so as we get older the gastric acid literally in our stomach 
ages with us. Your body's ability to produce that and the amount that is produced changes based on your age limit. Um, that being said, kids are growing, right? When kids are growing, they, they have a higher metabolism. They, 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 they produce a large amount of gastric acid. They break down foods faster because their bodies are constantly, uh, you know, producing more cells. They're growing, right? Their bones are literally expanding. Their muscles are getting bigger. They have a higher metabolism. They're, they're the bio bioavailability to them is less relevant because of their age bracket. You see what I'm saying? They're in a, they're constantly in a growing state anyway, as you get older, that changes. So I think officially, uh, I wouldn't say officially, the, the, what science has semi-determined is that men stop growing at, I think at 21 and women stop growing at 23. Right. So, or when I say stop growing, stop developing. Like after that, if you didn't know this, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but your body, there's a point at which your body officially stops growing or creating life and then after that you're basically just gradually decaying until you die that's that's how life works um so that point has been i know it's kind of depressing <laughs> um that point for men like i said has been determined i think to be 20 years of eight 21 years of age and i think for women has determined 20 has been determined at 23 years of age so at that point if you haven't hit that growth spurt you, let's be honest you're probably not going to hit it by 21 all right so fellas if you ain't six feet by 21 I'm sorry. We're not discussing the six feet, man. I look. I'm not six foot. That's what I'm talking about. I'm it. just it saying. <laughs> look. Hey, we we talked about those statistics though. My bank account look. My bank account six feet. Anyways. Oh my goodness. That gets me every time. All right. Getting back to the topic. So life stage. Why that's relevant, right? So the older you get, uh, the harder it is for your body to break down foods regardless of its bioavailable bioavailable state so you getting older affects how how much nutrients you absorb regardless of what, what it is you're eating so you need to keep that in mind so our specific age limit or the age limit of this listener because i know them personally is is our age so 28 so we're i think we're there's uh categories I think we're in the second adult tier category. So I think the first one is 18 to 23, and then we're at the top of that category. Does that make sense? So the next one is 18 to 23. I think it's 23 to 28, and we are 28. So we're literally cusp on the cusp of the next adult age tier. You know what I mean? So basically next year, you're welcome. Your gastric acid is going to slow down even more when we hit 29. Okay? So eat what you want because your metabolism is going to slow down again in the next 365. All right? That being said, <laughs> you're, you're at the second adult tier in terms of bioavailability. Um, third thing that affects how how fast your uh, your body can break down food or absorb nutrients is the chemical form of the actual nutrients when you're eating them. What does that mean? Um, nutrients can take different forms, right? They can be in a like a, a I want to say a solid. Um, they're they're they just come they come in different chemical compositions. Let's put it that way. Um, so an example would be iron, right? Iron comes in. Uh, there's him iron and then there's non him iron. It's not him H I M. It's H E M E. So him iron, right? Him iron uh, is uh, is available in is is uh, is is more bio. So let me put it this way: him iron is more bioavailable than non him iron, right? So by definition, him iron is in meats, right? It's in fish, it's in chicken, it's in uh, these foods that we've already claimed that are non that are more bioavailable than than plants. Non him iron is available in plants, right? So Again, by definition of what we've already talked about, eating these um, these foods and these different uh, chemical compositions are harder to break down for your body because of um, the state that they're in when you eat them, right? 
So you need to make sure that you get a balance of both, but you definitely want to make sure you eat the one that's more bioavailable more frequently so your body can absorb that, or at least in the windows in which it can absorb. And we'll talk about that coming up, right? Um, so the, the next thing is the anabolic, anabolic window. And we've talked about this several times before. I think I touched on it last episode. If not the week before that, it's in the several episodes. Okay. I'm not going to name my core is usually good, better at naming off which episode we talked about it in. Anabolic window was a while back. Gotcha. <laughs> but that being said, what is the anabolic window? It's the ability or it's the window in which your ability, your body absorbs nutrients, uh, basically almost at double the rate. It usually occurs 20 minutes after a, a physical workout, usually involving some strength training for a 30 minute period. So there's 20 minutes after you conclude your workout for a 30 minute window and your body is in a uh, is is at a heightened bioavailable state. See, we're using the words that we learned today is at a heightened bioavailable state. So allowing your body to absorb more macronutrients, more micronutrients for 30 minutes at a time. So you want to make sure that you are consuming your shakes within this uh, anabol anabolic window to make sure that you are maximizing uh, the amount of nutrients that you're actually absorbing and you're not just consuming it to be excreted later by your body. So getting bringing, bringing it all full circle and bringing it back to how you can, the, the question was, should I consume basically more serving sizes in a single shake or should i consume more shakes throughout the day you want to consume more shakes throughout the day why because your bioavailability bioavailability literally changes throughout the day depending on what you've had that day uh depending on um all the things that we talked about earlier your your life stage usually doesn't change throughout the day i mean it kind of does technically you do get older as the day goes on but it's not <laughs> most of the time unless it's your birthday you're not going to switch between you know stages unless it's your 28th you know your 29th birthday and you was 28 in the morning and you're 29 in the afternoon i mean then technically your gastric acid can start slowing down but that's you know that's a rare occasion but the other things like the chemical form the structure of the food all that plays a, a factor into the bioavailability and with that constantly fluctuating throughout the day you want to make sure that you're giving your body the nutrients in the time periods that you know that you're going to be in a high bioavailable state so after you know in that anabolic window after you work out 20 minutes after you work out as well as in the morning maybe as a meal substitute basically it's one of those situations where you have a better chance of your body absorbing more nutrients the more frequently you expose it to those macronutrients versus sending them all down there at one time and expecting your body to absorb it in a lump sum. It's, it's almost like a car that's constantly driving, right? Because say your body, the car is constantly driving. You want to continuously fuel it with gas instead of trying to force more gas than the gas tank can hold at one time. That's not going to be beneficial to the drive. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure the car is in constant motion and in tip top shape. So you want to do the, you know, feed your body or give your body these things that you need to do um, consistently throughout the day versus all in a lump sum because it, it doesn't it's not beneficial to the body to give it more than it can hold tracking yep back to consistency yes sir that's the gym by the way consistency that, that, that's a gym no jay-z oh damn no jay-z's gonna tell you at the at the dinner instead of taking <laughs> Instead hey. of taking a 500k, you're gonna meet with Jay Z, and he's gonna tell you to be disciplined and stay consistent, even when times get hard. Yes, you guys are welcome. It saved you five hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know no, if y'all no. saw that. You're gonna he take the loss. You're gonna, you know, I gained you five hundred thousand. It's either 500k or go to dinner with Jay Z. Yeah, and he's gonna tell you to stay disciplined, consistent, <laughs> disciplined, consistent. Exactly. So he's, you, and Corey just saved you some money. <laughs> there you go. Um, take the 500k. Last couple things on this question, so we can, you know, transition. So how do we heighten also? Um, the absorption window during the or I'm sorry, the heightened bioavailability during the anabolic window. So things that we do anyway that you probably weren't aware that actually heighten bioavailability. A bioavailability is breaking the food down to 
its uh, base structure, which Corey already mentioned is liquid, right? Blending up your protein shakes. Double blend that joint. Triple blend it if you can. Um, not even just shakes, but even in meat. Meat in its minced form is easier for your body to break down than it is in, you know, large chunks, right? That's why they tell you to chew your food, right? Like that's, there's, there's, like, there's some, so the things that we've been told our entire life, if you start doing the research and the science behind it, there is actually some truth to why people tell you, should, I think you should chew, I think it's at least 32 times before you swallow a piece of meat. That's, I think that's technically a recommendation. It's actually because it makes the meat more bioavailable so you can break down the macronutrient inside, which is protein, and your body can absorb it quicker. It's not just because you don't, you know, they don't want you to choke. I mean, that's an added benefit, right? But it's actually healthier for you to consume um, food in smaller, literally in smaller portions, right? Maybe not smaller portion, but what am I trying to say? More, I break, you break it down more. So it's small. I was just, I'm trying not to make this joke. Chew your food so it's easier to swallow. <laughs> that was <I> already. Knew. <laughs> it was just super, <laughs> hey, it's on official price. It's the alley hoop on official price. Hey, y'all, some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Look. I was gonna play 69, but that's him saying stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you see, see how my brain messed up. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Y'all yeah. took science class. Y'all might have been paying attention. Solid, liquid, gas. Okay, that those are the those, that those are the three forms that something can hold. Okay, and then the reason you have acid is so that it can break. Never mind. Break down those forms. Yes, and most of the time it breaks those forms yeah. down into what, and usually into a liquid. Yeah, most of the time. and some things it can't break down like corn, and yes. that's why. Never mind. So then we so then we get into so corn is a part of that that those those foods I was naming that are highly that are, or I'm sorry that are low in bioavailability corn is one of those things your body if you haven't noticed after you've eaten corn it's corn the comes thing. out the same way it comes out whole it, it has zero bioavailability there's no nutritional value to corn right what does that mean your body takes it in and it passes it passes it out that's so how you that shouldn't works. be eating it i mean you can i'm talking about from a uh a beneficial because it's a vegetable i mean right? it's, so it's, it's on the list of quote-unquote good things to eat if you technically want to get into it it can help you pass other things right so from a from a fiber like, oh, bowel like perspective, oh, okay right? it's like um what's that what is that called that um What's the stuff that makes you use the bathroom easier? Fiber. Fiber. Yeah. It's like that. It's literally like a, like a, okay. almost like a cleanser, right? So let's say you were okay. having trouble passing. You could take, I mean, basically literally how that works is the corn passes through your system. Things no. stick to the corn and it comes yeah, out with the corn. Yeah. Okay. So cool. cool. Like a jalapeno. If you backed up, go ahead and eat you a jalapeno. You're going to be cleaned out. It might hurt, but you're going to be cleaned out. I promise you. So it's like it in itself has no nutritional mm. value, but it will clean it, it out. It serves a process. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you can't have it, but it just, I still would have it. You know, less frequently because it. Other than that, it has no nutritional value. Yeah, right? no nutritional so value. It's not a macro. It's not a micro. You know, it's not micro technically. I mean, but anyways, um, yeah. So blend up your food or mince it or break it down into a, a solid form. Other things that help heighten uh, nutrition absorption in this anabolic window. Um, having food again in its its most basic state. So I know I mentioned like honey earlier, right? I don't know if you've ever uh, cramped up. So so for my athletes, right? If you ever cramped up on the football field, usually. They give you something, a, a liquid, most of the time in its most basic state, so your body can absorb it quicker, so you can get back on your feet and react faster. Does that make sense? So, like for my people who've been out there, for me, I used to have really bad cramps when I was playing college football. I used to, have, I, I stayed with a jar of pickle juice on the sideline. You know why? Pickle juice is again, it's a liquid. It's in its base form. It's high in sodium content. Sodium allows you to, your body to retain water, right? Which is what you need when you're usually you're cramping. You're, it usually means you're dehydrated. Your body's picture a uh, um like a paper towel after you've wrung it out that's what your body is doing when it, when it cramps right so what you're doing is you're clearly drinking water because you're trying to get rid of the cramp but then in addition to that you have to drink pickle juice or something that's high in sodium content to make sure that it actually goes back to absorbing that water because when you're sweating your body's expelling water right you're pushing it out so you almost got to like clog the holes back up mm -hmm. which is the sodium 
allowing your body to absorb it and do what it needs to do and you're good to go so saying all that to say eat foods in its uh its most simple form so in your protein shake add some honey right if you need that sugar to get you you know get your energy up real quick and you want to feel it immediately add a little sugar to it or, or i'm sorry add a little honey to it and it's again in its simple form other foods like that um trying to think of some off the um off the top of my head i know you can chop a banana yeah chop a banana but even then i think that's still technically i think that's solid yeah technically yeah, so, so, yeah, a compound. yeah there's, there's there's a let me get on let me be a hundred with y'all there's a list online you can google it for for foods that are in its you know simple structure that are easy to process immediately by your body um so look that up if not i'll correct it in the air section for the next next episode 20, all right 23 there we go 23 but yeah, I think so. Again, wrapping it, bringing it full circle. Bottom line up front, you want to make sure you drink more. Um, you drink more shakes throughout the day, giving your body an ample opportunity to absorb more macro and micronutrients. Um, adding additional serving sizes to a protein shake is not going to help. The, the, let me put it this way: I don't want to say it's not going to help. It's possible for it to help if you are under fueling your body with a single serving size. But the most I would do is double it. I think in the example you were saying three or four servings, like anything past two is probably not helping at that point. You know what I mean? I've I'm not gonna act like I haven't, you know, dump an extra scoop in a protein shake because I definitely have. But at some point again, you consider your body a sponge. Just because you pour more water on a sponge doesn't make it absorb more. Does that make sense? That's that's literally exactly what's happening in that, in this example, right? If you put if you put the sponge in front of a, a fire hydrant after you you know you knock the edge off doesn't mean it make it absorbs more water if you put it in the sink you see what i'm saying it's more about adding that that water consistently over time now if i take that same sponge and leave it on the counter and it dries out and then i come back and run it under the sink it absorbs the water back you see what i'm saying it's consistency over time not an amount all in a single instance so i hope i answered your question listener thank you for that right so double check so you said no more than double the serving size correct okay so two servings at you know if you're if you're if you're trying to load up more two servings in a single instance but i still recommend having more throughout the day tracking all right all right that's it are you good because we we went five minutes over so you technically have two minutes left nah we we're, we're good i think that's that, that was I think that's a lot for y'all to absorb. If <laughs> for fitness. Yeah. If we, if we absorb, damn, you see what I did there? Look at questions you got. Look. <laughs> bro. People start asking wild stuff, bro. It's like, it, it, it was dry for a minute, and then it was like, oh, I got another question oh, about fitness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Boom. You all good to go? Yes, sir. All right. On to the finance section. Let's go. I got you. Don't play the violin this time. It's the purge right here. Yeah. First finance question. You ready? Yeah. Can you? I was making sure. Can you see it? No. I'm about to find uh, out. Okay. okay. They're like, <laughs> bro. Right. Are they blind? Look, to be honest with y'all, I have glasses. I just don't use. Jordan them. is one of those. Yeah. I have LASIK. Look. The issue is the like the glare in the mic. I can see it like as far as. I'm gonna try. Let's put it this way. I, I'm I'm more I'm more accurate than not. Let's put it that way. All right. So first question: How to determine a debt payoff plan? while into account interest accru- that's my bad while taking into account okay while ta- <laughs> whatever while taking into account interest accrual 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 yep okay yeah that's not what it says but okay that i just I, I thought it was spelled wrong yeah but the, you know the, you know, the r is before the anyways yeah accrual okay. yeah you're paying off debt and how do you handle the interest got you i've already said this before i've already said this before I've already said this before. Let's so, go. obviously, we talk about paying off debt frequently 
on this podcast, as we will always do. But as I've just said, I have already said this before. I've already said this before. No. Okay, so let's talk about paying off debt, the two strategies, right? Because when it comes to paying off debt, the, the interest is big because that that is why debt is a problem because of the interest. If you could take out a loan or get debt and not have to pay any interest on it, debt wouldn't be that big of an issue because remember interest, not all the interest, but most interest is what? Do you remember what I said? How interest is calculated on your debt? The same way as I don't compound interest. Same okay. thing as your investments. That's why debt is such a problem. Gotcha. Okay. So if there was no interest, if you got, that's why you guys do balance transfers, right? 0% interest, interest, interest. However, when it comes to paying off debt, again, grinding, locking in, discipline, consistency, whether you like it or not, not the dollar amount, okay, but the overall debt accrual, when you lock in and try to pay debt off, it's not it's not that big of a deal versus you paying it off, you know, the entire length of the loan. Okay, I know some of you might see that dollar amount and get upset like you Jordan, but you have to that's that's why you yes. need to get a financial coach and someone in your life so they can tell you it's not that big of a deal. It's just really a do be in my bag. Yeah, and th- that's the issue. You start looking at something like stupid, but that's I've already said this before. That is the thing. Y'all will be quick to get these mortgages with this crazy amount of interest. <laughs> I'm about to abuse that. Let's be very clear. Y'all be quick to get this mortgage debt and pay all that interest on the third on the 30. My bad for the the mic speaking too loud on the 30 year mortgage. Y'all be quick to get that and pay interest for 30 years. But lo and behold, when I be telling y'all to pay off the student loan in two years, y'all be acting like I'm a damn fool. Hold on. This episode is not going to release in October. My apologies. Violence has been. It wasn't turned on, but it was. I was about to. He was on. He was on the line. I look. He stepped over hey, for a little stepped bit. Stepped on the line. So yeah. So my friend, she's like, Corey, answer this damn question. <laughs> <laughs> so how to determine a debt payoff plan when taking interest into account? There are only two debt. Well, there are three. There are three debt payoff plans. There's debt snowball. There's debt avalanche, and then there's random. You pay you you pay it off in any order you want to. The debt snowball is you don't look at the interest rate. You rank it lowest balance to highest balance, and you pay it off in that order. Obviously, you make the minimum payments, and you aggressively pay off the smallest balance in the second, third, fourth, all the way until you're done paying off. The debt avalanche is ranking them as far as um, you rank highest interest rate to lowest interest rate, and you pay off the same way as far as the snowball. You know, you put as much money as you can towards the highest interest rate while still making your minimum payments, and once the highest interest rate is paid off, then you pay the second one, third one, fourth one, et cetera, until you're all done with your debt. But always remember, and again, like I said, why I've said this before, with both of those plans, it's about being consistent and staying disciplined. This is where you guys mess up with your finances and literally all things in life. The ROI or the net results, as I said, the $500,000 versus the meeting with Jay-Z, it's about you staying disciplined and consistent. What a lot of you who choose to do the debt um, the debt uh, avalanche over the debt snowball, again, because I do this for fun, the mumps are like less, you know, relative to how much it is, but it's not like you're saving a year if you do the avalanche versus the snowball. You might save like a month, but then if we're like calculating this, you're actually saving no time because you'll save like 1.4 months 
which obviously is closer to two months. So then we're, you're saving like a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like, so you, you, if you actually were to run the math on your snowball versus avalanche, again, everybody got different amount of debts and all different interest rates and income and all this type of stuff. But usually it's, you don't, you don't save any time truly between the two plans. Now you will save the money with the avalanche because that does save you more money by paying off the highest interest rate. However, however, the debt snowball has the highest payoff rate as far as people actually completing it. So if you want to actually pay off all of your debt as fast as possible from a percentage standpoint, you would choose the snowball method, which is what Jordan and his wife and myself have done and what I usually coach people to do. However, because y'all don't want to listen, y'all want, again, deviate from the plan. What that is not the plan. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I got multiple. Hey, I call audibles. So another option the about the third this is the four options i just remember the fourth option but the third option like i said you pay you pay the debt off in any order you want to obviously right you just you just paying it off how you want to pay it off a fourth option is and this is not really an option it can be a subset of any of these other options you look at how can i get these minimum payments back into my budget faster okay and like i said it's a subset of the debt snowball because since you're paying off the smallest balance first with the debt snowball you will get that minimum payment back into your budget quicker and again most of you are struggling financially you do not have any discretionary income or cash flow so to get that cash flow you need what those minimum payments back into your budget and the snowball method will do that I wouldn't say faster from like a month standpoint, but if you pay off the smallest debt first, you will get that minimum payment back into your budget versus that's the thing. That's the thing with the avalanche too. people not being logical. The avalanche and the snowball can be the same thing because what Mm -hmm. you know, it all depends what your interest rates are and how many different types of debt you have. So, yeah, how to determine a debt payoff plan again necessities debt payments investments lifestyle right budget tracking transactions define how you want to handle that handle that way generational wealth. If you want to know, do you want to invest and pay off debt at the same time? That's fine. How long is it going to take you to pay off your debt while investing? X amount of months. Are you happy with X amount of months? No. If you want to be faster, the quickest way to get more money is to stop investing. Again, I've already said this before. It's (laughs) (laughs) so also too. you know, this is different. The person asking this is single as in she's not married. But, you know, if you're married because uh, now you might obviously usually might no y'all have kids before you get married but you know when you're married <laughs> <laughs> if you're married right because somebody might not be working like that's why i said you know that this is general advice but you know depending on your situation the payoff plan might be different but in general i've always said this if you are sync single income no kids right not dank dual income but if you were sync or dank and under 30 if you can pay off your debt in two years or under, it, I don't under, I don't understand why you would not choose that option. And put it like this: that's fine. Do what you want to do. But when you don't have no money, it's not my fault. <laughs> Always, oh, that's look. I'm taking the route. When people are broke, it's not on me. So you know, you might have more money taking somebody else's advice, but you're gonna have money with me. So yeah, that. Okay. No, I was just saying, and just having gone through, you know, this this process, right? The 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 debt snowball payoff method, I think, builds morale a lot quicker because usually when you rank, I mean, like Corey said, it's a possibility that they could end up being the same order. Um, but if they're not in that um that lower, I think it's the lower payment, you usually get that back into your budget quicker. No, not know? the payment. You don't know what the payments are. The payment. The payment is. The payments are irrelevant. You do either the total amount of the debt, so $10,000 or interest rate of 22%. The payment to those just are what they are. Okay. So, so you'll get the payment back from the lowest total amount you owe 
faster with the that snowball correct every single time and that motivates you to continue to keep going right like once you it's almost like i mean literally like i'm, I mean, I'm a results person right when i see something's working it's like oh, okay cool now now we just need to finish you know what i'm saying so i think a lot of people mental makeup you process information similar similar to that i mean i'm not putting that on everybody but it's a possibility and if you do i mean like Corey said the statistics i think are higher for people to actually complete the debt snowball payoff method than the debt avalanche so right. you want to take you want to take the snowball i mean get going and once you see that it works you'll be a lot motivated to finish i mean i know that definitely put some pep in our step to kind of get to you know lock in knock everything out in, in two years and, and get to that finish line no yeah it creates a positive feedback loop because you're, you're checking you're checking things off the list right and by the way the difference between the snowball and avalanche completion it's like significant it's not like 80 percent versus 75 it's yeah. a significant difference i think that study was done by uh northwestern uh university but yeah you create that positive feedback loop why wouldn't you go with the one with the higher right. the higher result you know what i'm saying like right. the higher likelihood of completion high yeah. likelihood of completion and also too Hopefully, most people are like this, but some people pay off their debt, then get back into it. That's a lack of discipline. But um, mm. most people have never. One more time. I just freestyled. I don't know. I said, yeah. hopefully you're not like this, but most, you know, hopefully you've never paid off your debt and then got back into it. That's a lack of discipline. There you That's go. a definition Look. of you want. Never mind. Anyway, so. <laughs> And I don't want to hear about things happen because we already told you to lock in and get your insurance in place and build an emergency fund. That's three. Never mind. Mm-hmm. So um, the the issue is that usually you've never paid off debt before, right? Your, your first time paying off debt was when you paid it all off. You know what I mean? As, <laughs> as, as was mine, right? I mean, I had, a, I had my credit card, but it was like $900, you right. know, but you know, tens of thousands of dollars, in your right. case, six, six figures. Like, that's your first time doing it. If you choose the avalanche method, you mess around, depending on when you got your student loan and your student, that's, so your credit card, right? Usually 20, you know, 10, 15, 20% plus. Usually. Hopefully, you're not one of these people. As I said, if if you want to know if you have a credit card debt issue, if your credit card debt is more than what you make in a month, you have a significant issue. Yes. That, I mean, let's be clear. No question. Obviously, there could be medical bills on there, but excluding the medical bills. No, 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 no. But, you know, that's usually first in the avalanche method, right? People's credit card bills. However, depending, like I said, on your student loan, I know my student loan was 7%. My student loan was seven percent. Then I refinanced it. Mine was four, like three some four and some change, and my mom's was still seven percent because I couldn't refinance that one because it was a parent plus loan. That was more than my car loan, as far as percentage wise. So most of you probably your student loan obviously you can refinance them, but if your student loan is is fifty, sixty, seventy thousand plus six figures, you want these people, and you have a I mean interest rates. Most interest rates are generally low or high you know what i mean like what's what's mm-hmm. a, a what's a median interest rate <laughs> you know right but mo- either interest rate is you know 10 percent plus or you got a low one but the student loans be hovering in that five to seven percent range and that's usually going to outrank something like you know a personal loan or your or your car payment and that's what i'm talking about get the minimum payments back into your budget see what ends up happening again i'm i am well versed in this credit card payments are usually very low except for those of you out here be playing a game and you get screwed mm. credit card payments are usually ve- the minimum payment is very low so even though you pay off your credit card debt from a cash flow standpoint because remember mm-hmm. when you're putting extra money towards your debt that snowball or avalanche however you want to look at it that leftover amount that's money you already have so when you pay off the debt you get that money back into your budget so you don't gain the money back 
that you're already putting extra towards the debt. Let's say your minimum payment is twenty dollars, mm-hmm. you're putting a thousand dollars towards the debt, right? So you're putting a thousand twenty dollars towards it. When you pay off that credit card, you just got an extra twenty dollars back into your budget. That thousand dollars is already existing. So I mean, right. you might be on a budget now tracking it, so you might feel like you got that money back, but you don't actually truly gain it from a net standpoint. So now you just got twenty dollars back into your budget from a cash flow standpoint to help pay for emergencies, so you can stop using credit cards. You ain't make no progress. Now you still got your three, four hundred dollar car payment, or maybe two of those if you're married, and you got, mm-hmm. the, and that you know, if you could say you got again the average car payment is five, over five hundred dollars, that's a thousand dollars. You both got a new one, especially now because y'all tripping with COVID and the pandemic. That's a thousand dollars. Right. So I would like to see that get back into your budget as fast as possible, because once you get that cash flow and actually budgeting properly, you're going to realize you're not going to have to use your emergency fund as much, which will actually you know help you not get back into credit card debt. Because you're going to if you're if you imagine if you're first if you do the avalanche method, imagine if your first debt is your six figures in student loans, you're not go, I, no. you are not going to pay it off. Again, the Northwestern study, you're not you're not going to pay it off yeah. because you haven't built any habits, any consistency, any discipline to actually be able to pay off debt. You don't know how to pay off debt because you haven't done it yet. So the quickest thing to do is to take those couple hundred dollar credit cards that most people usually have. You know, you might have a store credit card or whatever and pay those off and see those things getting checked off the list, right? Like it's gone. And that's why Dave Ramsey says, like, cut it up because now you're getting really into the mental aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You're really checking things off your list. You keep going and going and going. Then you're done. I mean, there are plenty of people. I don't have this. I'm not super RC, but, you know, you can print out like debt payoff things and color it in as you're paying it off. Those are all different types uh, of ways to like visualize it to keep your momentum. But as far as determining a plan, even with the interest accrual, the interest accrual is irrelevant, assuming, you know, we have two plans here and you're going to put in the same amount of work mm-hmm. for both plans. At the end of the day, the, so the avalanche, like, it doesn't save you that much time and it doesn't save you that much interest. And again, like I said, don't look at the whole number. Right. Look at act, you know, do the percentage of what it was. Right. Because some of you might have tens of thousand dollars in interest. It's like, yeah, you had a hundred thousand plus loan. I bet you did. Mm-hmm. OK. And also, too, because y'all, y'all think y'all slick. Do not look at the interest that in total that has accrued. Look at the interest that has accrued since you actually started to pay it off aggressively. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, you're doing your deferments. Some of y'all be going to collections. Y'all be in collections. Some of y'all be in collections. Be trying to talk to me. I bet you do. I don't know, but I bet you do. I bet you do. Some of y'all be denied service at your bank. You can't even, have, you don't even have a check. Never mind. That's why y'all got cash app. You don't got no checking account. The violence is back. My bad. Hey, but remember, remember, I know. I know. Hey, he's he, he, he trying to save y'all from one of these, yo. <laughs> Let's be very clear. That cash app joke. Why do you have a cash app card? Um, yeah. Why do you have one? I don't care if you do or don't have one, but. Don't I know the people that do have one. I know their bank account situation, so I know why they have one. Y'all be out here committing scams and fraud. That's okay. Let me let me get my bag real quick. That's that's. A, you, do, should I say anything else about that? I mean, it's a deal. Are you no, yeah, I'll, I'll touch back. But let me get because I was about to tangent. Oh, okay. Let me get my bag real quick. Y'all be out here committing because most people don't work in the financial institution, so they don't know that when you do bad things at your bank, like a bounce a check, scams, fraud, they restrict your services. So that's why y'all have cash app because you be out here committing scams and fraud. You be lying about how much money you put in the ATM Taking and all the PPP loans. Yeah, that you can. or you be getting people's checks deposited into your account, aren't your account? The people with the PPP loans. That's that's look. I'm, that's <laughs> federal. Fraud, federal. Right, yeah, you yeah. talking about getting a strike? I'm not talking about that type of level stuff. But when you do that stuff and you get caught, the bank will restrict your access, so you'll lose. That's why you use cash app because they'll take away your online, your mobile banking, so you can't even use the app. You can't log into it. 
then you need that cash app card or whatever any of these debit cards those programs because they they restrict your access to your not to your checking account but maybe to your checking account and be able to actually have a debit card i i like i said i i've already said this before i'm not the one i like i was there like i I did it i mean because <laughs> because and i mean we be seeing y'all on the internet y'all be out here committing crimes not ppp loan level crimes but when the bank does catch you Look, y'all be doing that too but we're not gonna yeah, talk about that right nah, now i mean <laughs> don't do that yeah i mean that one was bad i mean they still be posting it out too like right. how y'all gonna snitch on y'all so i don't understand that look we, y'all telling on yourself because it's cool because you want to get you want to get a thousand retweets let me know how those retweets uh help y'all in jail and let's be clear federal prison let me this is the talking about the arrogance they wasn't getting no money it's not like people was getting millions of dollars yeah it's getting like ten twenty thousand <laughs> Never mind. Most, most, most people don't have that much money ever you're in their a, account, but still, you're a felon for 10k. But <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that. So um, I just want to say that real quick because it's like that. That's that's why you'll be handling your fine a certain way. Because like, because real real live, why are you using the cash app card? What what is? Why don't I'm you have a laughing, checking account at your bank? But I'm laughing. I kind of got to hit one of these laughs because it's kind of funny. Also, too, and I'm seeing people, you know. Because we can send you know money via Cash App now. Why don't you got the money? It's different if you're paying me for a service. Why don't you just have the money? Like why why you got to cash at me to Delta? Just pay. Why don't, where's your where's your debit card at? Right. Oh, I don't. Are, I'll be honest. I don't use my debit. Card. I know you. No, but I'm saying you don't cash. You, you just pay for your I'm, debit oh, card yeah. or credit card. I'm saying okay, people yeah. saying no. I don't got the money right now. I'll cash it when I get it. Oh yeah. No. No, brokey. Stay home and go to work. <laughs> Stupid. I'm not dealing with you. Talking about you got money. Okay, people like bro. I thought he said the violence was off. It's turned <laughs> off. Wait, look, episode twenty three. Flip gonna, the switch on just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. <laughs> episode twenty four. Twenty four is my favorite number too. That's gonna be crazy. Anyways, all right. To wrap it up. <laughs> all right. To wrap it up about how to determine a debt payoff plan while also taking interest accrual into account. At the end of the day, again, remember necessities and just your debt payments. You would cut out your investments and your lifestyle to see how much money you have left over regardless of if you're using the snowball or avalanche or any other payoff method, as long as you're putting, let's say you have a total of $2,000 and left over and you're going to put it towards $24,000, right? That's going to take you 12 months to do regardless of the interest. And like I said, when you do the actual math, it might be, you know, 12.4 months for your avalanche and it might be 13 months for your snowball that's one paycheck you know you have to you have to get paid obviously you know if you were to divvy it up based off how you get paid it's not that big of a deal and that's again like i said you can go on my instagram you can go on youtube i have the budget template on there it's not Mm -hmm. going to be exact because everyone's numbers are different but i have the formula set up so you can calculate how long it's going to take for you to pay off your debt and like i said we need i just did the snowball method without the interest and what ends up happening again while you do the snowball method and get the momentum like a snowball or avalanche is the momentum the snowball is momentum you end up paying off the debt faster than when from the date when you first start your journey but again that's the one thing too you gotta lock in if, if you're already in your process which is fine it's going to be hard to you know see your total progress that you made if you're actually truly paying on faster. I mean, you can go back and do the math, right. but you know you won't have that you know initial journey mindset of it. But at the end of the day, the interest is irrelevant if you're putting because in both situations you have to put two thousand dollars towards the debt and the avalanche and the snowball and any other thing you in the sleet in the rain any other any other <laughs> debt payoff method you want. 
the key thing is the consistency and discipline and financially that means how much money you're putting towards the debt has to be the same in each scenario and it's not that different but again once usually people's last their biggest debt is their student loans and student loans are probably going to be the only thing lower than your student loan interest rate is probably going to be your your car loan and i would recommend you paying off the car loan first because that's usually gonna be a couple hundred dollars you get back into your budget because see you're gonna be sitting here let's say a three hundred dollar car loan payment and a five hundred dollar student loan payment and it's gonna take you a year to pay those off however it's gonna take you eight months to pay off the student loan and then four to pay off the car i would flip the order of that so you can get that three hundred dollars back into your budget what's gonna happen if you take the avalanche method in june six months in when you still have these three payments you're gonna have a three hundred dollar issue which you would have that three hundred dollars if you took the snowball method and actually paid off your car and four months which would be april and now you have may and june right you got two months of your three hundred dollars saved and now the end that emergency as dave ramsey says is now an inconvenience mm -hmm. and that again do what you want but like i know what i'd be talking <laughs> <laughs> if you know i'd be playing on both sides like, i've seen people's bank accounts and like i actually did it too so it's like you know uh if y'all don't know when he says do what you want, he's being extremely facetious. Like, no, don't, <laughs> don't do what you want. Listen to us. That's why you're here. All right. Now, I'm saying do I what mean, you want because, like, again, don't tell me how much you disagree with me. Go find the people that agree with you and build a team with them. Remember, if your debt, whatever, if you disagree with what I just said about this debt payoff plan, just let me know how long it's going to take you to pay off your debt. X amount of months or years. Guess what? I'm, I'm going I'm to see you in two years and the debt better... Again, that's what y'all forget. You got to pay off the debt on your plan timeline. <laughs> and that's the one thing, too, you can get a coach. Y'all can put the pressure on me, which I ain't no pressure. But, like, it's it's my plan. That's the one thing, too, with marriages. It's like, yeah, this is Corey's idea, right? It's not, you know, it's not either one of y'all's, quote, unquote, idea. I mean, it is yours. But, you know, you can be like, dang, Corey, know what we talk about versus, you know, one of the spouses bringing into the relationship. And so you can, you know, yell at them. No, nah, you get the I get the proxy in. And just be just be a he, he really does just, just be a, a target. I'm like, dang, why is Corey telling us to do this stuff? Cause I'm trying to help you out. But yep, that's it. Okay, locked and loaded. I love the debt. I can talk debt, talk debt all day. I don't even worry about the time. All right, <laughs> let's double back to your question. Dang, Jordan got some good questions. Okay. All right, so the all right, yeah, the nutrition. So should you how many should you drink more calories throughout the day, or should you drink a whole bunch in one serving? You want to drink more calories throughout the day because your bioavailability uh, fluctuates throughout the day. So you want to give your body uh, more opportunities to absorb those macro and micro micronutrients by giving it several instances of serving sizes right okay boom and then also right again i don't even i they probably wonder Corey just talks and jordan talk for a minute and then he just talked again because he just ended who cares that's what we do welcome <laughs> to our welcome to cordon in full effect okay how to determine a debt payoff plan you write down your basic necessities and your debt because that's all the money you quote unquote have to spend and you're going to have a certain amount of money left over then take that n number and make it the denominator or the bottom number and divide it by your total debt. That's going to give you a number, okay, in, in months and divide it by 12 so you can get the years. If you do not like that debt payoff timeline, you need to make more money because the debt can't go down. <laughs> so we can't decrease the outgo in this case. You need to make more money. As far as also adding a, the interest, obviously, into the debt payoff plan because interest is a big part with debt. The interest is irrelevant. What's more, it's not irrelevant. It's not as important as you think it is. What's more important is that you put as much money as possible to the debt each month. That's going to get you out of debt as fast as possible, regardless of the plan you choose. All the plans are requiring you 
to put in as much money as possible in the pot that will go towards that. Just like people who um, are athletes, doesn't matter what sports you play. They all they all are contingent on you doing as many reps, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and keeping your body in the best shape as possible. No matter if you're playing basketball, football, whatever. Right. It's all the first thing is: Are you in the best shape? Not even technique. Are you in the best shape you can be in? Right. That that's the first thing. So that's what it is for paying off debt. The interest is a big part, but if you're not, if you can put two k towards debt every month then you have to put that that's the first thing and then what will end up happening is the debt will be gone anyways like i said you can do the math see the delta difference between two options it's usually not that big of a deal if you were if you could save 12 months then we would have done the ad <laughs> yeah we, we, if you could save a year right because that, that's just simple logic too obviously if, if you could if, if the avalanche would save you so much more time then you know why would the snowball even exist if it was out there saving people a year on the debt payoff it's not saving you a year not to mention, again, you got to do what you got, your mental makeup can handle. If you can handle the avalanche, which, again, statistics prove that most people cannot, then do that. But if you can't, I mean, you need to. I, I feel like the, the, the debt snowball is definitely more steps versus, you know what I mean? The the avalanche is kind of like. It's an avalanche. It's yeah. Boom. I mean, it's, it's all in one, one occurrence, right? Yeah. So, but, all right, boom. That's it. Locked and loaded. All right, real quick, though, before we do Shane's plugs. Shane. If you watch the entire. If you watch the, if you watch this entire video on YouTube, and you didn't like, and you didn't like it, or share, make sure to subscribe, or subscribe, sure subscribe, and give me some chicken nuggets and some Chick Fil A. It's waffle fries. Bitch, you better not have no brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, real talk. There. All right, YouTube, right? Like, share, subscribe, leave comments, ask us questions. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, all them places. We're on there. Leave us rating reviews. We appreciate your feedback and questions. Yes. Now, down to the shameless plugs. Jordan. Where can the people find you at, Corey? They can find me at sideline underscore Corey. Again, that's sideline underscore Corey. That's on essentially everything. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can follow Jordan at... Stop Stalling J. That's S-T-O-P-S-T-A-L-L-I-N-G-J-A-Y on everything. Business page. Business page is finally fit 6 F-I-N-A-L-L-F-I-T-0-6 on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And like I said on YouTube... Recording in full effect. Please subscribe so we can get to. Th- we know we're near a thousand subscribers. We're like eighteen. Look. But when we get there, because then we can go live and this would be so much better. Look, but yes, cording in. Which I want to see us live. I want to see us live. <laughs> cording in full effect in the show notes. You can find all of our links there because obviously, you know Jordan and I mess up. But those those links are correct. We made sure. Yes. So cording in full effect on YouTube. You can subscribe to us there as well for shorter clips of these episodes. We good. Are we good. Yes, sir. All right. So remember to save more and say less. And keep making better your best. And we will catch y'all in the next one. Next one.